Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn, right here on cliffcentral.com. Thank you so much for having us on. It's going to be an hour and a bit, unlike any other, as always, getting to shine a spotlight on young people who are just doing awesome things in their careers and following their passions wherever they are and whatever they're doing. So just come with me. It's going to be you and I as we chat to these people. It's very, very cool. And I love doing this every single week from 9 till 10 right here on cliffcentral.com. So this week, I thought I wanted to focus on something in the vein of the show, but ever so slightly different. I always, if you're a regular listener, you know, it's almost preachy of me where I like to profile these young people, but for a specific purpose. And I really do think at the end of the day, my intention and hope for the show is if you're out there, you're contemplating what to do with your life, you're at a crossroads, you aren't really sure, and you need that extra nudge, just go out there because you absolutely have no idea what awaits you. And more than that, you have no idea what your potential is until you actually try. So I'm devoting this week to two people who I want to highlight as extraordinary individuals who've been able to change their lives from one specific moment. You know, it's one thing to go ahead and you trudge on forward and you really want to try and you make that effort. And sometimes you feel like you aren't making the correct moves. Well, you just never know what lies ahead and how one moment specifically can absolutely change your life and really change the trajectory of everything that you've been considering of doing. You, uh, and and what you've been trying to do. So um, those two examples are Zoe Brown. So we all know and love Zoe, who's now a presenter on Expresso every single weekday from 6 to uh, 8.30 in the morning on SABC3. But I just love the fact that she was a young girl who was always passionate about the media industry. And there she was, um, not knowing exactly where to go, not knowing how she wanted to define her role in the media industry. But she knew she just loved broadcasting. Um, she chats to her parents. She just says, I I have this passion, but nonetheless, she goes on and she does it. And she started off on campus radio when she was in Stellenbosch. And it was not up until that moment uh, when she entered the Presenter Search on 3 competition when literally her life changed. Now we see her pretty amazing face every single weekday on Expresso. But more than that, she's now also on KFM and living the life of her dreams. So I think it's awesome that, you know... Someone can literally be a zero to hero example of that. And also my second guest, her name is Theo. Now, also love her story as well. She's 20 years old from Soweto. She's just passionate about singing. Um, and, and she didn't know how to exactly channel that. And up until she got the opportunity and she Oh, pardon me there. She heard of the opportunity, uh, that the soil was looking for a new, uh, band member. And she thought, let me give this a try. She went on, auditioned, and now at the age of 20 years old, she's joined the ranks of this award winning group. I think these two stories are absolutely inspiring. And I'm so excited to chat to them in a little, in a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very awesome. So I can't wait to chat to them. But more than that as well, I want to touch base with someone who's actually doing a very, very interesting thing. And we, proud to support that as well. I was chatting to Zara, who's from Korea in Dabba, who cliffcentral.com is proud to support. And, you know, as much as we can talk about these grand um, um, ideas of living the life of your dreams, sometimes you need to go out there and actually put the first stepping stones into place. And so Korea in Dabba is definitely um, the place to make that happen. It's the number one education and career guidance event in South Africa. And to give us more education on that, I'll be chatting to her in a little bit. So, 
Yo, what a mouthful and a half for the show this morning. So once again, thank you so much for having us on. Really means the most that you're always here with me. And so if you want to join the conversation, you know you can always send us a message on our WeChat official account. It's Cliff Central. All you have to do is tap connect and message to show. Your lovely little words will pop up on the screen in front of me. Or else you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at seer underscore sf. Yes. So let's get things started the right way. This is Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. So speaking of getting things started in the right way, let's get things started with our cover of the week. We do this every single week. I love to see what people and more especially young artists are up to on YouTube. And so this week I found Connor Maynard. Now, I'm sure you may have heard of him here, then everywhere because he's just like a force to be reckoned with on YouTube. Uh, this particular cover has more than four million views in less than a month. It was first uploaded on the 9th of Feb this year. It's absolutely insane. And, 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 okay. Bear with me as I announce what song he's covering. Um, let me first start off as a little disclaimer by saying this guy's really talented and I really like what he does. And he does a whole new twist on the song. And yes, by now, as you can tell that I'm talking too much about fluffing up the song that I really am standing up for it. That's because he's covering Rihanna's work. Now, I feel like in the past couple of days and weeks, the song has had like a little horrible connotation. But I really do think, hey... He's done a damn good job with it. So I think let's highlight it nonetheless. You tell me what you think about it straight after this. But the whole reason I think he should be merely applauded is for the fact that you can hear the lyrics to the song versus Miss Rihanna herself. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. But anyway, here we go. Connor Maynard with this week's cover of the week right here on Untapped Talent. It's work. I know you want it, want it, you know I got it, got it I like your body language, girl, let's go and talk it, talk it But you cannot be bothered when my nonsense is constant Different day, a different city, I can't stop it, I'm on it Yeah, ne. That was Conor Maynard with our cover for the week this week. It's Rihanna featuring Drake with work. So once again, don't you think it's a good thing that you can actually hear the lyrics of the word? Yeah. I think it's good. I, I feel like I'm still going to be facing an uphill battle here. But I'm absolutely chuffed and proud of the guy. So that's our cover of the week this week. You know, let us know. Yeah, your name with you. I think, you know what? It is the weekend. You just want something to little dance to. I was about to say slow dance because this is a very like slower tempo of, of this song. And, and Rihanna, I'm still a fan. Rihanna, I'll still love you. But once again, Adele still trumps you in many ways for me when I'm down and out and depressed. But moving on to more optimistic things and not to sound too down over the weekend. Um, I did mention at the top of the show, very excited to chat to the, this lovely lady. It's the number one education and career guidance event in South Africa. And to give us more all about that and career endeavor, Zara is on the line this morning. Good morning, Zara. Hi, good morning, Sia. I have Tanya Drachman, our event addict on the line as well. Oh, fantastic. So I love that it's a nice group effort as well. So just kicking <laughs> things off wonderfully. First and foremost, thank you for joining me on Untapped Talent. But secondly, you know, 
my show is all about profiling these young people and also just helping young people make the right decisions and moves for their own career. And I feel like it's a perfect alignment with Career Indaba as well, because that's what you guys are also all about as well. So if you had to break it down, what is Career Indaba all about? Well, I think, Sia, as you mentioned, I mean, ultimately, our vision and the whole reason why we do this is actually to ensure that the youth of South Africa get the access uh, to the right people, the right organizations, um, to get the right advice and guidance in terms of how to make their, the right choices as they're going through quite a stressful period of their lives. Uh-huh. So a lot of, um, you know, going through those uh, grade 10 onto 12 into university, there's some big choices that you need to make. And, you know, sometimes it's quite daunting. So how do you make the right choices? Well, Career Endeavor is there to assist them and support them in that. Yeah. And we really believe that, you know, we want to provide real advice from real people. People that have been there, people that have had the experience, that know how to guide people in the right way and make sure that they do make the right choices. So I absolutely love that because I think back to my high schooling days. I was like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but I definitely do need some guidance. So I love that you're placing some great importance and value on that practical knowledge that students need to get. How, as a student, will I benefit by coming to Korea and Daba? So um, you, a student can benefit in various ways. So not only do we have a two-day expo where over 60 exhibitors will be um, providing these um, answers for the students, whether it be going to study further. So we'll have a couple of universities there, Mm -hmm. um, international and local. And then also we have top employers who are looking to recruit. So from that um, angle, yes, students will benefit from coming to the expo. But then we also have um, a two-day workshop program that will run concurrently on both days. And it will cover topics such as how to write a CV, you know, where should I apply at what university, as well as some um, advice on where to work. So there'll be our sponsors and exhibitors will actually have a workshop area called Job Talks. And this is where they'll introduce, you know, um, employment opportunities at the corporate companies. So that's quite cool. It's new this year. And we're really excited to introduce this um, to the students and also um, to our parents at the Parent Networking Evening. I love that. I love the the interactivity, if that is even a word, uh, that will definitely benefit the young students that will be there as well. Um, as organizers and from your side, what are your ultimate hopes for a person uh, coming and experiencing career in DABA as well? I think, you know, the most important thing for us, there's every year the numbers that have come through to the event have increased. And this year we're looking at, again, a record number of nine or 10,000 students coming through. And they're all in different situations with different backgrounds. They've all got different skills. They've got different uh-huh. passions. And, you know, sometimes it's quite difficult to cater for everybody, but I think our main, you know, what if we would want to get one thing out of it, and, you know, and it sounds a bit cheesy, but even if just one student got a really good piece of advice or a really good opportunity that they would have never had if they hadn't come through to Korea and Daba, then I think that's really what we're in it for. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, look, the experience when we've had the last couple of years is that we've had so many um, different students and parents and even teachers come up to us and just say, this event is just fantastic because a lot of them don't have the resources to actually put on something like this or have all this access to knowledge in one place. So it's really, for us, it's just about if they walk away with a bit of inspiration, they've got a passion and they feel like they're going to really go out there and succeed and have a really good quality career or or, or education, then we're really happy. 
So let's just talk about this. Um, um, two days of this, and it's at the Santon, Santon Convention Center. Um, how many uh, students are you expecting this year? So, um, like Hannah kind of mentioned, nine to 10,000 students. That is crazy. I know. <laughs> it's a little bit scary. Do you have your fire drill and- sorted out, by the way? <laughs> Yeah. And also on top of those 10,000 students, about 600 parents. Wow. Wow. I really do think this is the sort of environment where you can go out there and really change someone's life. So I love Tanya. You said it's like not to sound cheesy. I was like, this is the home of cheesy because I really do believe you're going, yeah, you're going out there with a positive impact and you will change someone's life. So what, what more do you want than that? Hey. No, there's nothing really. We love this event. It's our favorite event that we do. It gives us such a good um, grounding in education. You know, Mm. this is where it all starts. And actually, you know, it it starts even earlier than that. You know, with children who are going through grade R, if we can get their education up and running and their, um, you know, motor neuron skills and things working, then it even starts earlier. But Career in Darba for us, it just, it's such a, a, a key part of such a student's life and a parent's life. It can be very, very stressful. Yeah. So if we can just do something to alleviate all of that and give a bit of um, inspiration, then we're happy. Yeah. So let's break down all the details. Where can we get more? It's happening at the Santon Convention Center this coming Monday and Tuesday, right? Right. So on Monday, it will start at 9 a.m. and then it will run until 7 p.m. The reason why we have extended hours is just so that we can accommodate parents to bring the students down to the parent networking evening and that they can also come and attend after work. Uh-huh. And then on Tuesday, it will run from 9 a.m. again up until 3 p.m. Fantastic. So I really do believe no one has an excuse not to go. It's not school or work or you don't want to be stuck in traffic. It's 9 till 7. What more do you want? Definitely. So, a- absolutely. And also, uh-huh. also if people don't have a chance to register online um, on our website, then they can come on the day and actually register at the door. It's easy to attend. Got it. And the website is www.cliffcentral.com. Listen to me now. www.careerindaba.co.za. <laughs> 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 That's right. Fantastic. And they just follow the instructions there to register. Definitely. And again, if you can't register online, don't worry. You can come on the door. It is still free to attend and we will still accommodate you. Awesome stuff. Zara, Tanya, thank you so much for joining me on the show this morning. Thanks, Sia. Yes. Thanks for having us. All the best. And I'll definitely see you there. I'll be popping by as well. See you then. Bye. Alrighty. Cheers. Cheers. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Whenever I just think of her, I just think of a bright smile and an awesome, awesome personality. And she's one of those people in my head. We're basically friends. So until I get to know her better, we'll totally be BFF status one day. I'm so excited to talk to her and I'm so glad she agreed to be part of Untapped Talent right here on Cliff Central this morning. Miss Zoe Brown. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Sia. You're actually having me smile from ear to ear right now. You see, it is destined. It's meant to be then. I love that. I was doing research on you and the prominent tagline that I was seeing as I'm researching you was, it's never frown with Zoe Brown. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. That's true indeed. It's got a bit of a ring to it as well. Exactly. I think it's definitely meant to be. Zoe, I think it's absolutely incredible that you get to fulfill your passion and what you absolutely love. For those people who actually don't know about Zoe Brown, A, where have they been living? But B, how would you be able to encapsulate the work that you do in your career? 
thank you, Sarah. Oh my goodness. You know what? For me, I, I always say I'm just an ordinary girl doing an extraordinary job. I feel like, you know, everything I've done in life kind of prepares you for something bigger. So all the challenges I did going through campus radio, working those odd hours has yeah. really prepared me for what I'm doing now with the sense that I always said I don't want to do a nine to five one day. And funny enough, my work hours are so bizarre. I feel like <laughs> everything I did really prepared me for this because I mean you know you start off early in the morning you always have to be happy which is it's not difficult to portray because I work with such amazing people That's but awesome. really it's been it's it's been a case of you know just trying to be as much prepared as much as you possibly could be mm. I want to get to find out more about like Zoe growing up I, I understand you were born in Cape Town but you moved to Durban Yes. So I'm born and bred Cape Tonian. And uh-huh. then in the early 2000s, my dad got a job offer in Durban and he decided to take the bold move and move the family to Amanzimtoti. And that's where I finished high school. I practically did my entire high school there. Uh-huh. And after high school, I kind of did the whole confused phase. And I said to my parents, okay, guys, Durban's cool, but I need to spread my wings. And I went to America where I ended up all pairing for 18 months. Oh, wow. And after spreading my wings, I realized, you know what? I want to come study. I want to be back in South Africa, but I don't want to be back in Durban per se. So yeah. I ended up studying at Stellenbosch University for four years. And after that, I was still based in Cape Town. And I'm still based in Cape Town. And I kind of said to my parents, <laughs> cool, this is now home for me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, I'm, yeah. I'm a Durbanite as well. It's, we absolutely love the place, but there's something about it. You're like, well, if your heart needs to go somewhere else, I'm all for that. So you moved to Stellenbosch. Yes, you know, the thing is you want that drive. You want that drive. And unfortunately, Durban is such a fun, relaxed environment. Yes, so if you've exactly. got that drive in you, you kind of need to step out of that comfort zone. Yeah. My new motto is you're born in Durban, you work in Joburg, and you, you retire in Cape Town. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, cool. Exactly. <laughs> Durban is very cool and chilled, but it's not the best place to actually, you know, work if you have high career ambitions, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Yes. No, yeah. For me, it's now the perfect holiday destination. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to go back there now. <laughs> Speaking of which, maybe I should book a little <laughs> ticket down to Durban. So you were... I think you should. Yeah, yeah. Road trip vibes. I think maybe that's meant to be. So while you were still at Stellenbosch, you started off on campus radio. And everybody says that's the best place to really cut your teeth and to grow and to truly learn about uh, uh, radio. You know what? I, I do say that. I feel because, you know, the thing with me was doing campus radio, it's not something you get paid for. And that's where I really fell in love with radio and what it's all about yes. and the industry. Because I always said I want to be in the media industry and I never really defined it for myself until I was in radio and I realized, hang on, there's so much more to this industry. There's TV, there's print, there's mm-hmm. it's such a broad uh, spectrum that once I was in campus radio, I fell in love with it. And from there, I had the dream or the seed planted in my head, you know, maybe you should try TV. And I, I did give it a go. You know, on that note, I, I, my main objective in doing the show is to help all these young people who are so determined and who are so passionate about going out there for their dreams. But in order, they just need to align everything properly and they're thinking properly in order to go out there and achieve it. So I love that you're the perfect example of this. When you sat your parents down 
You know, and you basically said, I'm, I'm passionate about the media industry. How do they take it when you didn't even know what your passion meant and where you were going to, you know, uh, end up eventually, but you just knew that you loved broadcasting? Yes. So, you know, it's actually so funny you asking me this because um, my mom is very, I don't want to say old school, but, you know, her way of growing up, she had the option of either being a teacher or a nurse, yes. her options of, or, uh, you know, a stay at home mom. So her career choices were very limited. Yeah. So when I told her I'm going to go study international relations, she asked me like, what what do you become when you study something like that? Because her understanding is you do teaching, you become a teacher. Yes. You do accounting, you become Very an accountant. Yeah. You do medicine, you become a doctor. Yes. And I said to her, well, you know what? What I'm now studying, I don't become anything. I just have skills <laughs> and a degree behind my name. And that was a weird concept for her to understand. And I think that kind of laid the foundation in terms of the weird things I explored in yes. life when I told them, hey, I'm going into campus radio. And they were like, what are you getting paid? I'm like, it's not about the money. It's about the passion. And then I got told, um, you know, when I told them, hey, I'm going to do auditions for this show called Presenter Search, they were like, well, what does that entail? And I was like, I don't know, but let's give it a go. So <laughs> I, I'm I think just, it's, I think my parents have learned to just trust the unknown yes. with me. It may not be the most comforting thought for any conventional parents out there, but the most they can do as long as they just show support, that really is all a child needs. That's, that's really what, um, all, all I asked them was just, you know, just have my back. Just have my back. And they've been so supportive and they've been like, they, I, I mean, when I did campus radio, I know I always go back to this, but mm -hmm. I mean, my first show was 3 a.m. till 6 a.m. Oh my. And people goodness. always ask me, like, Zoe, who listened to you during that time? Yeah. You know what? My dad listened to every radio show I did. Oh my. He, he, wow. is, he is a morning person, but I remember once around lunch, one of my friends were poking fun at me, like, Zoe, no one listens that time of the morning. And my dad actually piped up and said, actually, I haven't missed one of Zoe's shows. Oh, that. So. Oh. That, that really drives you. <laughs> yes. Well, Having drives, support, drives you to have a wet. A wet eye here. That's like very, very touching that you're, that yeah. is the definition of support. And it also drives you not to want to disappoint. I mean, I'm very proud of my parents. So mm. you want to make them proud. No, that's absolutely awesome. And I, I would assume waking up that early, you know, I'm just here at Cliff Central from like 6 a.m. and I think, oh my Lord, that's horribly early, early, but you have to wake <laughs> up and be functioning. And, you know, at that, at that moment, you were doing a live show from 3 a.m., which meant I'm yeah. sure when you walked into that studio, you asked yourself and you reminded yourself every single time why you're doing this and, and why you love it so much. You had to. And I think it's going through those, I don't want to do this, or I would rather want to do that phase that, that really tests your passion for something. So exactly. the fact that I was able to fall in love with radio first, um, made me fall in love with the industry. So when it was a freezing cold morning and I didn't want to get out of bed and everyone else was sleeping, I realized, you know, the love is there, push through, something good's going to come from it. And that's the same with TV, for example. I feel like all these, all the campus radio years really prepared me for where I am right now. So for me to wake up at Hoppers 3 on a blistering cold Cape Town morning to get to studio by Hoppers 4 – that's not Shucks. a problem because I know there's a bigger picture. Yeah. There's something exciting that will come from this, even though everyone else might be sleeping and warm in bed. And <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's what you absolutely love. And sometimes, you know, when you love something, it really just doesn't feel like work. Um, but talking about your job on Express, I want to get to, um, the, the, the way you actually ended up on our screens every single weekday morning. You entered presenter search on three. Um, and that was the yes. presenters search where they were looking for three different presenters for three different shows. Uh, so it was top billing, Espresso and afternoon express. But for you particularly, I want to find out how it was for you to go through this competition and then literally at the end of this all, the highs and lows, the tough times, the absolute joyous and fun times where you find out that you now have bagged this job and your life has literally changed. For me, it was such a whirlwind of a year, 2015. Like if I think about it, to think, okay, January has just come and gone. I think we completely skipped Feb and we're in March already. Oh yeah. Last year was such a blur because for me it was you no know, really it was a journey and what made it so interesting was you really I felt vulnerable in front of the entire country because oh, I was experiencing wow. something for the first time yeah. and everyone was witnessing it. And I feel like that is how it's been for me on Expresso. I feel vulnerable in terms of this is the first time I'm doing live TV and you are witnessing it with me. So I make mistakes and I'm trying to learn with it. Yeah. But I think that also has created a bond between me and the viewer because yeah. they feel like they, 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 they see me grow. They notice my mistakes, but they, they, they don't point it out. They just like, come on, Zoe, you can do that. Or we noticed it, but it will get better. Wow. And I feel that's what it's been like. It's been such a journey and to, Go back to the beginning of presenter search. It's been more than a year mm-hmm. that I went for my audition. I went on the 13th of Feb. I'll never forget it because it was a Friday. The Friday day the 13th. before Valentine's and Day. Yes, the day before Valentine's Day, but it was a Friday the 13th. So I said Uh-oh. in my audition, <laughs> I remember saying, if this is a good audition, Friday the 13th will no longer be a bad luck day for me. That is, and yeah. what happened with the journey for me, it wasn't smooth sailing. In fact, I... Did the audition. I got the call back. And once after the callbacks, they chose the national top 30 of which I was excluded. So for me, it was kind of a, ah, oh, I really wanted this opportunity, but it's not my time moment. Yeah, yeah. But the thing I took from that, I don't want to use the word rejection, but the thing I took from that missed opportunity was I loved the feeling I felt being in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So I said, I can, um, um, you know, I can, I'll do whatever I can to get that feeling again. So for me, it was a case of cool, find more places to go for auditions, try and get more auditions because that's the craving, the feeling I was chasing. Yeah. So when I got that surprise, Hey Zoe, you back in the top 30 phone call and, um, surprise, it completely blew my mind because I didn't expect it. I kind of thought, cool, I'll need to think of a plan B to get back in front of the camera. Yeah. And from there, everything was just smooth sailing in terms of challenges being thrown at us and me just adapting to, um, to, to the way of doing things. It's just so crazy um, how things work, hey? Sometimes you just have to ride the wave of whatever's meant to be. Yes, no, that's absolutely true. I completely, um, learned so much about myself because I really doubted myself throughout the journey. Mm. I didn't feel like I deserved to be there. 
purely because I was added as a wild card to the top city initially, I kind of thought, okay, they just needed someone to fill the space. Yeah. But then the, the, the numbers started decreasing. I realized I'm still in this competition. And I think that's when it really kicked in that, you know what, Zoe, maybe they did see something in you. Maybe you should start seeing that too. No, most definitely. And, you know, I love you. You've actually made me see things in a whole new different way. When you said you were so vulnerable throughout the 12 weeks, because literally your life is in the viewer's hands and the judge's hands. And you're doing this whole new chapter of live television. And you're literally just growing and learning in front of the viewer. Uh, Yeah, you've you've made me see things in a whole new different way. Thank you. Thank, well, thank you so much for seeing it that way. I'm I'm always so scared. Like people, um, you know, people tend to do to criticize you, and I mean, they have the right to do that, yeah. but they forget that I have no experience other than what they've seen. Mm. So for me, this is this is me building up my years of experience right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you, definitely you're on the great greatest <laughs> path. I know my credibility may not count for a lot, but I think. Yeah, you're definitely on the best part out there. So I Thank spoke you. to Zola Nene last week on my show as well. Um, How amazing is she? Dude, I'm going to her book launch <laughs> next week. So I'm just like all <gasps> over that right now. She makes me envious on so many though, levels. Uh-huh. My mother loves her so much. Cause, uh, <laughs> when my parents came for a visit to the studios, um, the first thing my mom's like, is Zola going to be there? I'm like, mom, she's there every single day. So when my parents came to set, they were like, Zoe, do you think Zola will take a photo with me? Oh, I'm that like, is of course she will. <laughs> like, I don't so care about Katsejo, don't yeah. care about Graham, but as long as Zola's yeah. there. <laughs> so when Zola's cookbook was launched, yes. um, my mom's like, Zoe, you have to buy a copy and have it signed. I'm like, mom, I will. I promise. <laughs> So, you know, I I say all of this to say, while I was chatting to her, you know, I did some undercover research, you know, I was like, listen, Zola, who's the pickiest eater? Who loves junk food? And hey, I have to say, you know, she really was very candid with me. So if you want to know about that, (laughs) you can listen to last week's show. It's uh, available on podcast. So now I need to, since I have you as well, I need to, you know, get some under the carpet secrets on your fellow co-hosts and the team there at Espresso. I want to know, you know, you, what time do you wake up? You wake up at 3.30 or you have to be at studio at 3.30? I have to be at studio at 4.30, so for me, it's all in the prep. So if I prep the night before, yeah. I can snooze in till 10 to 4. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. And she's excited about 10 lightly. to 4? I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's I used thing. to wake up like quarter past 3, and then the minute I got the hang of how to do my morning routine, I was yeah. able to adjust. All right. Yeah. So there you are. You, you have to be at studio around, let's just say, 4-ish. Who is mm-hmm. the one person in the team who's not a morning person? You know what? Funny enough, everyone is morning people. Really? But one thing I will say who has overslept a lot uh-huh. is Graham and Katlejo. <laughs> Graham and Katlejo. I think they need to, if they ever want to test a new wake-up alarm system, they'll be the perfect candidates for that yes. study. Okay. <laughs> who drinks the most coffee? Um, I think Ewan. You will always see him with his Superman cup. Ah, okay. Mm, and then, thank you. And then, lastly, who has the weirdest morning routine to psych themselves up? I think all of us, because we warm up our voices. So you'll have the one singing, and you'll do like 
la 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 although we're not singing you're just warming up your vocal <laughs> yes, cords yes. and then other people will make funny like horse noises like <laughs> so we all have our own weird way of warming up our vocal cords i love just getting this glimpse of all the chaos and craziness that happens every single yeah. weekday morning but zoe thank you so much for giving us insight not just into expressive but of course to your fascinating life and the lessons that you've learned along the way it's been absolutely awesome getting to chat to you Thank you so much, Sian. I appreciate this. This was so cool chatting to you. Oh, there we go. So we can still listen to you every Saturday afternoon, right? Yes, I'm on KFM from 2 till 6 p.m. Yes. And then obviously week mornings, you can catch me bright and early on Expresso between 6 and 8.30. All right. So before, before you leave, right, I just need you to do one final thing for me. Okay. I, I know you aren't a musician. But there's that jingle of yours on Expresso that I find myself singing to myself at the odd hour during the day. So feel good breakfast show. Can you just sing that for me in the best way possible? (laughs) Okay. You know what? For me, it happened. Sorry. For me... Um, for me, that song got stuck in my head for the first four, five months, if I can put it that way. <laughs> but I will give you my best, my best attempt. All yeah. right. So let's try this. Okay. I think you need to sing it with me. Though. Okay, let, let's do it. We'll just sing Feel Good Breakfast Show. It's my Feel Good Breakfast Show. Okay. Perfect. On three. Are, Are we ready? ready? We're both about yes. to embarrass ourselves, but it's fine. All right. Okay. One. Okay. One. Give me a countdown. Two. Three. It's my it's your feel, feel good, good breakfast, breakfast show. <laughs> Very far from Adele, but it was totally worth it. Zoe Brown, thank, thank you. you so much for chatting to me this morning. Yeah, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Awesome stuff. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn, right on cliffcentral.com. So listen, if you want inspiration unlike any other then this is definitely the story for you so it was a couple of months ago when the soil announced that Bootle will be taking a little break from performing and so uh, the band nonetheless went out on a bit of a search for new female vocalists so what female vocalists had to do was submit a short video of their performance onto Facebook and 10 were eventually selected to audition live for the group uh, a weekend and for a weekend and so all the vocals were given an opportunity to sing two songs of their choice from the soil and each got an opportunity to perform with the band members themselves Pindo and Jiga the group's current members and so judging criteria included synergy with the group and an, oh, your own persona that will complement the group image something that eventually was officially decided 20 year old Theo Machoba excelled in now she was giving me preps and props about how to pronounce the surname Machoba <laughs> Machoba. Oh, Machoba. That's the one. What language is it, Theo? It's Tosa. Oh, Tosa. Okay. Yes. Theo Machoba. No, yes. I feel like I ruined it again. <laughs> Mach- no, it's fine. Just Theo. You know, you know what? Okay. We'll, yeah, let, yeah. Let's do I... first name basis and we'll get right eventually. Yeah. Theo, thank you so much for stopping by the show this morning. Thank you for having me, man. No, I, I feel so excited for you. You're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And I actually found out that you... When you heard the, vo- the the soil was looking for a female vocalist, you you were a fan of the music, but you didn't really know if you wanted to audition. I was scared. Because really? See, Butler is an amazing woman. You mm-hmm. know, her shoes are really big to fill. Mm. So I was 
I was nervous. I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, but I eventually did and yeah. But as well, I, I assume one of the frightening parts was the fact that it is the soil. Exactly. You know, it's not just Sears Garage Band Yo. who <laughs> sings at the market once in a while. It is the soil. Exactly. Who've made such a big name for themselves. Yes. So how did you eventually overcome that and drag yourself to the additions? I've always loved the soil, you know, and I, I, I can sing. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was like, okay, since my friend forced me to yeah. actually audition, I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to do it. What, what's your friend's name? Latiswa. Ah, shout out to Latiswa, <laughs> you made things happen. Yeah. yeah. So I entered the competition. Um, I was still skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I made it to the top 10, I was like, okay. How okay. did you find out? Um, I, yo, when the soil announced, a few friends of mine, cause I hadn't checked. Mm-hmm. So a few friends of mine called and then they told me that you made it. And then they announced on Yo TV, which I was waiting for patiently. Yes. So when Yo TV was aired, I was watching and I was the first one to be announced. So yeah, that's how I found out. I'm sure you must have screamed a bit. Ah, uh, I'm a chilled person, so I didn't scream. Ah, this being chilled <laughs> and then finding out you're in the top ten. Okay, did you at least scream at the auditions? Nah. How was that process? Because you now got to audition with the band members. Yeah. You finally are meeting them. Yeah. And you're not only just meeting them, but you get to perform your favorite songs with yo, them as well. Yo, it was it was nerve-wracking, but it was exciting at the same time. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm with them, performing with them. It's, it was big. So even if I hadn't won... I'd still be happy that I got that far, you know, and I got to meet them. And, and that awesome you know, opportunity. Exactly. So, But answer me this. How do you keep your cool when you're in the moment like that? Yo, I don't know. <laughs> God. <laughs> really? Because it's one thing to try and keep your cool yeah. when you're in front of someone you yeah. admire. You know, we all have those moments yeah. where we meet someone we admire. You're like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to talk properly. Chill. We need to, you know, chill. But yeah. then you also have to give it your all yeah. and really perform. The thing is... I'm a crazy person, you know, when I need to be crazy, I get crazy. Yes. They're also crazy. So they made us all feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, even when we performed with them, it was just comfort. So it was, it wasn't really that hard. Mm-hmm. I think them making us comfortable is what made me win actually, because, you know, I, I felt at home. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole show we've been talking about these moments that literally change your life, you know, 360 mm-hmm. degrees. Yeah. How was that moment when you finally found out that you were going to be part of the soil? Which means, does this also mean that whatever projects you guys could be working on, like a new album, Mm -hmm. you'll be the voice there as well? Um, To answer your first question... Uh, what was the first question again? How did it feel with your life changing 360 degrees like that? Um, Yo, honestly, at first, it it didn't really click. Yeah, Are there even any words? None, none. Um, it didn't click at first that mm. I, I was part of the soil. And then when I woke up the next morning, I was like, yo, okay, this really happened, you know. And answering your second question, um, we are not sure about projects, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for now. So for now, we're just pushing gigs and interviews. And yes. then I think... Other things will be revealed later. Yeah. So I can't really say, you know. But I feel like this is such a pinch yourself moment. Yeah. Over and over Every again. Every day, bruh. Every day. When you now get a call from like Pindo and he calls you like, yo. <laughs> does it even register when you see your phone and it's written Pindo on the soil? Like, I'm used to them now. But at first I was like, yo. 
I've got Pindo's number. I've got Nsinga's number. Yo. How many times did you just stare at their WhatsApp profile pictures? <laughs> like, yeah, this really is him. Yo, a lot of times. A lot of times. I'm so happy for you. Thank I'm you so, so much, absolutely man. chuffed for you. You're Thank 20 you. years old, turning 21. Where yeah. are you in the scheme of life? What were you doing before all of this? <sighs> I was a student mm-hmm. at the University of Johannesburg, studying BA psychology, second year. Oh, wow. Yeah, but unfortunately, I had to do register because of. You know, the schedules, yeah. school and work, really busy, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like I'm not one to, to, um, I don't want to lack on one of them. So I decided to focus on work and make sure that I do my best. And then once that is settled, then I'll go back to school and make sure that I get the good grades that I want to get. Okay. What does the yeah. family and the friends think about this? Do they support um, your I decision? I spoke to my mom first, you know, mm-hmm. and I explained to her that, okay, this is the situation and I know you don't want me getting bad grades yeah. and stuff. So I think it's a good idea for me to actually focus on work properly and then when I'm done with that, if I'm going to be done with that Then I'll focus on school Yeah. So she's supportive And yeah, my friends are also supportive Because I, I think this is such an interesting Position to be in, did you ever Think about pursuing music Seriously or professionally? I did, I've been Singing, I started in, in high school 2009, mm-hmm. I think That's when I started and then when I got To UJ last year, I still Did music, you know, did a couple Of performances and worked with Really great people, you mm. know, with in music So I've been doing music And I've been thinking of pursuing um, A music uh, A career in music Yeah So it's always been Something that I'd planned And God was just like Now I was about to say Isn't it yeah. funny how Things just work out yeah. On their own accord Yeah you, the, you were the one Who was just like I love singing But you didn't even want to audition Yeah And man. look at how things Turned yeah. out now What are your hopes for the future Because you were announced When the just in Feb, right? Twentieth of February. Wow, that that was like got a tool last yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like two point three <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah. So um, yeah, what are the plans in the next couple of months? Um. Okay. Everyone's been asking, what's gonna happen to you once Butler comes back? And I just tell, chill, guys. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm still gonna do music. You know, music is. I'm sorry, mom, but music <laughs> is my first love. You know, I've always wanted to do music, and yeah. now that I got this chance, I'm actually gonna use it to learn as much as I can. Mm. You know, and network with as many people as I can to make sure that I actually continue doing music and making the most of the opportunity exactly. you have. Because how many people can actually say they have an opportunity yeah. like this? Yeah. You know, it's just like. Destiny's child asking Yo. for a new Beyonce. You know, <laughs> that's big, though. It is yeah. absolutely big. I'm, you know, I, I just can't s- stop singing your praises. I'm so excited for you. Oh, you know, man. this is I, I envy you, just particularly for young people out yeah, there who yeah. also want to be in your shoes. Yeah. But I think your story in the same breath in the same hand also inspires so many and will go on to inspire so many yeah, other different people that's so the plan. i thank you so much for stopping by this morning thank you for having me and the best of luck thank you so uh, just one one tiny little thing before you leave now when you when you oh oh, oh I, I i love that you mouthed before <laughs> i did so maybe yes we might have a little performance but Gosh. what i'm saying is if you win an award you mm-hmm. do know who the first person you have to thank is now uh yeah yeah You have to thank your friend Yeah I have to Yo She'd she kill pers- me Exactly She would kill me Yeah And then yeah. who's the second person God obviously. Okay And then your third person Sia Thank you okay. <laughs>
That's all I needed. I love that I'm at least in there. Okay, so can since you're gonna thank say in your acceptance speech, can we get like one liner, two liner ish? Um, does it work without the other other band members? It does, yo. There we go. <laughs> okay, let me sing one of the songs that I sang um for my audition. Perfect. Um what's the song again? Can can I snap? Can I snap? Will that help? Do you wanna snap? Okay, no, I won't ruin your flow. Over to you. This bendy, this boozo good Thank you for feeling me. That is absolutely incredible. Thank you, man. Wow. I try. Yeah, yeah. All the best. Hey. Thank you so much. Such incredible stuff. This is what the show is all about. Thank you so much, Theo, for stopping by the show this morning. And also thank you to Zara and Zoe for making the show even more incredible as it is. And also, I always have to thank you. Thank you for making this and listening for the hour and making the show absolutely possible. We do this every single Friday from 9 till 10 a.m. right here on cliffcentral.com. Until next week, my name is Sia and I'll see you. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.